Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Well, let's bring him on. He's on the line. He's the host of You Better, You Bet, Odyssey Sports betting insider, Ken Barkley. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to the You Better, You Bet podcast for more Ken Barkley's analysis. Just search You Bet wherever you find your podcast, and you can find him on Twitter at Lockie Lockerson. Georgia and TCU, the worst championship game in the history of sports, yay or nay? Mm. Uh, I will say, oh, man, it's really close if it's not. It's just it's a little recency bias, right? Yeah. Like there were some terrible Super Bowls. I mean, like Niners Chargers in the mid nineties yeah. is like one of the worst games I've ever watched. And that was like a pro game too, which is you know, typically the score lines are a little closer. But at least that had like the halftime show and the commercials <laughs> and like that kind of stuff. Like what like what was the what was the was there even a halftime show like a performance? You had David Pollock telling Nick Saban his program sucks right. and Georgia owns <laughs> was, college football that now. Own, <laughs> that was its only special kind of, uh, of halftime show. That was its own its own special type of entertainment. Now now Nick Saban's going to go scorch earth next yeah. year, probably with the whole thing. Um, yeah, I'll say I'll say it's like it's at least in the conversation, right? Yeah. Uh, but if you lay Georgia or you took Brock Bowers overs, which we were really big on on our show, then. Then maybe it maybe it wasn't that bad after all. Yeah, uh, you said the Niner Charger. I'm like, yeah. Well, if you're a Niner fan, it was a great game. Like, it's all dependent <laughs> right. on what you do. Um, <laughs> if you're Steve Young's family, it was yeah. great. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, you know, Ken, I, I look at this weekend. I this is probably my favorite. I was against the expansion of the playoff just because it's it it was starting to go too much, and maybe they'll go to eight at some point. But now I'm geeked for it because it's our last full weekend of football. You know what I mean? Like divisional goes and you lose a less, you lose two games. You go to the next weekend, you lose two more. It's dwindling down here. So I, I'm really excited for these matchups. Dirt asked me yesterday, can I see – he's all chalk. What can we see? Who is the Bengals of this year? And I kind of went on a limb a little bit here, and I said, I could see the winner of Jacksonville and the Chargers beating Kansas City. I could see the winner of Tampa and Dallas beating Philadelphia. I think we have possible upsets looming. Where are you at with Wild Card Weekend and and how you kind of view, before we get your picks on these games, just kind of the matchups we get this weekend? Well, I think that's a really good question. And I think there are... I think some of what you even revealed in the answer is uh, is pretty smart, honestly, in terms of what's possible, right? Um, so I, I try to do a ton of work on like a, a Super Bowl profile, right? So like who fits all of the criteria that we've seen from past champions, which teams tend to go furthest in the postseason, like what, what do they look like? What are they good at? What are they really good at? What are they maybe not so good at? And I actually think, and this is going to sound crazy, uh, but I think that the Bengals of this year was going to be Miami, and now it's not. 
So I think like yeah. the, my opinion kind of the entire time has been Miami was the team that looked the most like Cincinnati where like they have flaws, but the thing that they're the best at, which is like an explosive downfield passing game, that was the thing the Bengals were the best at also. And they were like willing to get by with like an average to slightly above average defense because they were able to generate all these explosive pass plays with Burrow and Chase and everybody else. And Miami was that. Except now they're not. So it's like a little problematic to be like, well, I thought Miami was going to be Cincinnati. You know, like, could a team still make a deep run that is not a, a division champion, for example? Uh, sure. I think Dallas would actually probably be the team that you would say could do that. Now, they're playing miserably right now. Absolutely. They may not win this week, but, you know, they're a team that, like, they played Philadelphia, like, with Gardner Minshew. They won the game. You plug in Hurts run the game back again? Is Dallas going to win that game some of the time? Sure. Of course they are. Uh, the one that you picked specifically is interesting. I don't think Dallas is going to look like go win the Super Bowl or something, but like, could they pull an upset? Sure. Uh, I do think Jacksonville, well, I know the Chargers can give the Chiefs a game because they always give the Chiefs a game. Mm-hmm. I think Jacksonville can give the Chiefs a game too, and I think that's pretty interesting. They've just gotten so much better, even since the last time the team's played, because the, the Jags and Chiefs played in the middle of the season. Uh, the Chiefs got up 20 to nothing and ended up winning by 10, and they just completely demolished Jacksonville's defense. Okay, well, Jacksonville's defense is much better right now than it was in that game. That was like 10 weeks ago, basically. So I do think, I think I agree with you that the Chiefs, are possibly going to be upset by the winner of Chargers-Jags. I agree with that. But in terms of just like the first round and and all chalk, I don't think there's going to be anything particularly surprising this round. Interesting. Well, I mean, on that note, Ken, you, we get these like major big spreads in, in the NFL playoffs, which isn't always the norm. And I wonder, you know, how much of that is like quarterback injury in the history of the matchups, right? Like San Francisco-Seattle is basically a double-digit spread, depending on, you know, 10, 9.5, 10.5, somewhere in there. And we've seen, but we've seen the game twice, and the Niners dominated them twice. And the second game probably should have been a wider margin than what the final score was. And then the other one is the team you just pointed to in Miami. I mean, it's Skylar Thompson versus Josh Allen. Like I, nobody's given Miami a chance to win that game, but the touchdown is damn near two uh, two touchdowns, or the spread is damn near two touchdowns. How do you feel about these big spreads in Wild Card Weekend? Because it did feel like last year, while you know the Bengal and and Raider game was good, there were a lot of these kind of blowouts uh, in, in Wild Card Weekend last year. And I think we're going to get – that's what you're going to see, right, as we go. And I would almost compare it to, okay, like everybody kind of – maybe they miss the old playoff format because the games would be more competitive this round. But I feel like we're almost moving closer to, like, the NCAA tournament, right, where, like, you got to get the blowouts out of the way before you can have, like, the really good games with, like, the good teams that mm-hmm. matter. I mean, last year, like, did anybody want to watch Chiefs-Steelers on Sunday Night Football? It was no. an unwatchable football game with a predetermined – the Steelers had a defensive touchdown to start the game and didn't cover. <laughs> like, think about how hard that is to do. Like, you literally got the <laughs> most gift play of all time and didn't cover a monster number. didn't happen. Um, that's how I feel about how Buffalo-Miami is going to be, probably. Mm-hmm. I actually think that spread's probably going to go up once we know for sure it's Skylar Thompson. I don't think 13 is the right number with Skylar Thompson. I think 14 is the right number wow. with Skylar Thompson. I mean, that spread still has room to grow. Uh, do I think Miami can be competitive? I mean, sure, Josh Allen can throw three picks. He's done that in a bunch of games. But, like, that's what it'll take. It'll take something abnormal for Miami to cover the game. On average, I don't think they cover the game very often. But it can happen. Yeah, NFL, whatever. The Seattle game is a little interesting only because – so you're absolutely right. Two meetings. Uh, well, the first one was Trey Lance got hurt. Jimmy G came yeah. in. They won by a million. I don't know if there's anything really going on there. But the Thursday nighter with Brock Purdy, I mean, the story of that game wasn't even that 
the, the, the Niners and Brock Purdy played great, their defense just completely annihilated anything that Geno Smith wanted to do. Like they had an answer for everything. So I would, I'll be curious how creative and how different this is going to look because that Thursday night game was an absolute disaster offensively for Seattle. This is the same offense, obviously, coming in. The thing that can help Seattle a ton in this game potentially is that there might be a driving rainstorm the entire game. It's supposed to rain a ton in the Bay Area for a couple days leading into the game. It's supposed to rain during the game. Heavy. And if that happens, that brings in lots of crazy outcomes because it's not normal football anymore, right? Something different's happening. I remember the Niners lost the first game of the season to the Bears when nobody expected it. That was in a monsoon too. That might be what we get in this game. And if that's what we get, like, look, the Niners can still run the ball really well, whatever. It brings in volatile outcomes because now all of a sudden, well, maybe Brock Purdy's a little loose with the football. Maybe that happens. Maybe, like, the turnovers get crazy. Special teams becomes really important. I think the weather actually kind of gives Seattle a chance between the two, I mean, I no contest. I would bet Seattle way before I would bet Miami. Uh, how do you feel about the Chargers on the road, Jacksonville? You briefly mentioned Jacksonville playing better. The Chargers go in. I Chargers actually go in feeling pretty good about the way they, I think, played at the end of the regular season. Oh, what what side or total are you on with this game? This is definitely I'm trying to figure out if this game or Dallas Tampa is the most confusing. Probably this game. Because I actually, I do kind of like Dallas in the other game. Maybe we talk about that at some point. Mm-hmm. I think just Dallas is better. And I, I think they've always been better. And I don't think, I think they're more better than the point spread. More better. Always a good term you want to use in an interview. <laughs> uh, so Chargers, Jags, I just, I could make a really compelling case for both sides. I think for me, what it'll end up coming down to. So first of all, I disagree with the line movement in this game. I make this game a pick. Chargers are getting bet. It might actually go to three by kickoff, which is like criminal, honestly. And I would bet Jacksonville plus three as fast as I've ever done anything in my life. And uh, but so I'm not betting it yet. But three, I would bet Jags. What it kind of comes down to me is like, look, uh, Brandon Staley might be a pretty miserable head coach uh, if you try to measure it by like how they perform against their win total, so, like expectations set by the market, how they perform against the spread. Chargers are a terrible team. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're awful versus expectation. Like, uh, the biggest game of Brandon Staley's coaching career so far was Week 18 against the Raiders last year, and he basically peed down his leg in overtime of that game. So, like, all right, now he's facing a coach who's won a Super Bowl, and he's on the road. Yeah. <laughs> like, sometimes I think it's just that simple, honestly, when the point spread is small, at least. We're in the fourth quarter of this game, and it's 20 apiece. You want Brandon Staley as your coach? You want Doug Peterson? <laughs> right. I mean, you could even argue, do you want Lawrence or you want Herbert? They're just both awesome, I think. But – and to me, it's just the coaching mismatch here is astronomical, and I get points with the home team. So if I get three, that's an immediate bet. Right now, we'll call it like lean Jacksonville or something like that. Yeah, let's get to the other game you mentioned there, and that is Dallas. I mean, the, God, did they kill us this last weekend? Or we have big, All of us have big teaser legs and just needed a Dallas win against Washington. Didn't happen. They get smoked. Dak Prescott looks like he doesn't know how to play football anymore. I see all the arguments here, right? Well, Dallas has to – there's the bounce-back factor. They're going to be motivated. They're going to be angry because of the way they played last week. And then there's the – well, I mean, Dallas has been a hair fraudulent here late in the season, and it's Tom Brady in the playoffs as a home underdog. You, you seem to like Dallas. How are you feeling about Cowboys and Bucks? I do like Dallas a little bit. I'll tell you what I even kind of like more than Dallas. I, I, this is the game I've thought about the most because I actually think, I think it's by far this is the most interesting game uh, where you could, again, make a compelling argument for both sides and the stakes of the game feel larger. Like Chargers-Jags is a confusing game. Ultimately, I think both teams will do nothing. Cowboys and Bucks, like you could make a pretty compelling case either of these teams could go to the Super Bowl. And I think you feel pretty good about it mm-hmm. um, because of all the things that they have. So the stakes feel higher. For Dallas, 
like it's been awful. The pass defense is terrible. They're trying everyone at corner and none of them are working. Dak throws a ton of picks. Like this is all terrible, right? This is bad. They have a couple of injuries that you wouldn't want a team to have. With Tampa, I think what we're forgetting is that the first like 52 minutes of a Tampa game are an absolute disaster every single week. Like they get, remember the Carolina game, like, well, they beat Carolina, they won the division. They were at 14 nothing. Yeah. Like, I just, like they're huge in all the games that they played. Like the, the reason we like them is because our memory is like Tom Brady in the final two minutes of the game is outstanding. But they are down in all of these games. They are the worst coach team in the playoffs by far. Their offensive coordinator is the worst in the playoffs by far, and that is reflected in everything that they do. So honestly, maybe Dallas chokes this, like maybe it happens. I really like the Cowboys in the first half of this game before Byron Leftwich lets Tom Brady do anything that wins them games. Maybe let's just have Dallas take the lead going into the locker room, which has happened in so many Tampa games so far this year. They got off to a terrible start. Brady has to bail them out. Maybe this game plays out the same way. Is is that your favorite pick of the of the of the weekend? Is it your favorite game of the weekend? Is Dallas Tampa? I do under three. I do like Dallas uh, yeah. a good amount. I I also <laughs> I still like Buffalo. Oh, I, I love I Buffalo. Can't, I can't. Like it's it's because as a better, what I'm trying to think about is what is the number right now, and what is going to be the number when the game starts. And you can see Cincinnati is always already flying because I think people think it's going to be Anthony Brown again, which is fine. And I actually think that number is like okay, even if it's Anthony Brown. If this is Skylar Thompson in this game, I can't even defend thirteen. Like I don't even no. think that's the right number. It's thirty-four, it's just, thirteen in the game. The right number. Yeah. Right. It was seven and a half with Tua, and now Tyree Kills banged up. Jalen Waddles banged up, Teron mm-hmm. Armstead's banged up. Okay, like, I, and I know it's crazy, like, well, how can it be, like, 13 or 14? Like, would you bet Skylar Thompson plus 13 nope. in a road playoff game? Are you serious? In Buffalo. Like, what? I mean, why would we ever do that? I, I Ken, I said, I said earlier, we're talking about this game, I said, uh... you're going to see a shot of the Dolphins mid-third quarter, and there's going to be five of them in those big-ass jackets on the bench looking like, hey, can we go home yet? Or... <laughs> those things are really heavy, by the way. I've heard those things weigh, like, 50 pounds each. Well, I they're... actually asked about that one time, because they look, I mean, it's just, it looks ridiculous. It's like yeah. a tarp you put on your patio furniture. I mean, it's I, I just think they're I think they they did what they were supposed to do given their circumstance I think making the playoffs was like yo we did it all right we can go home now like they're they're not there's no I think you got to raise that spread to 20 I think Buffalo's gonna win like 34 to 10 I, I just think they're gonna destroy them I don't I don't see how a nine point Skylar Thompson win against the Jets translates to 28 degrees on the road with a gimpy Tyree kill uh, a makeshift offensive line to a certain degree and a not very good defense. I don't see how that outcome yeah, is it's close. Tough. It's tough. I think the, the big thing is just like it's 12 and a half or 13 right now. What is it going to be Sunday at kickoff? Like yeah. as a better, I'm trying to figure out, can I get the best of the number? If Skylar Thompson starts this game, I think the closing number is like 14 or 14 and a half. I think 14 and a half is about what you see at kickoff. Yeah, yeah. So grab it now. It's good advice because eventually we're going to find out that news that he is starting. He's the host of You Better, You Bet Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Ken Barkley. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. And you can give him a follow on Twitter at Lockie Lockerson. We always love it. Enjoy Super, Bo- uh, Super Wild Card Weekend. And uh, we'll catch up again next Thursday. Thanks, Ken. Sounds good, guys. Thank you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.